0: I greet you all in the blessed name of our Lord and Saviour, Jesus Christ. Now we continue in our study in this beatitude of those who are meek, meekness, meekness. Before we go further, let us all turn to God in prayer. Eternal God, our gracious, loving Heavenly Father, we thank you for gathering us safely into thy house once again. We come seeking the fresh cleansing and washing in the blood of our Saviour. And asking, O God, that you would be pleased to be in our midst, first to feed us with your holy word and use it to transform the way we live, and then to meet us by your mercies and grace in the place of prayer. For, O Father, we cannot understand your word, neither do we have desire to obey it, unless your Holy Spirit work in us. Tonight, O Lord, may you visit our hearts. May each one of us, Respond with meekness to your word. We ask and we pray that you remove all the tiredness and the distractions of the heart. Draw us into thy word. We ask and pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. So tonight we come to this second part of, well, this beatitude of meekness. Well, the title is Blessedness, the blessedness of inheriting the earth the blessedness of inheriting the earth. So we've learned what is meekness. We learned what is not meekness. We learned how to be meek. Now we have to then ask ourselves, well, what does the Lord mean when He said, well, we will inherit those that are are meek, their blessedness is inheriting the earth. Now what do you think it would mean Maybe just a quick one. Um, Shane, what do you think it means? Become property owners on earth. (laughs) Howard. Is Howard? Oh, Howard, yes. How do you manage when you're so tall to actually string down when you're sitting? So I can't see you. (laughs) What do you think it is? It's a tough one, isn't it? It's a tough one. Well, well, first and foremost, if we just simply think of it in terms of salvation, remember in this Beatitude, um, the preaching of the Beatitude, Christ was speaking to both believers and unbelievers, calling also the unbelievers to salvation. And of course, the message to the unbelievers would be if You are meek. You will be having the blessedness of inheriting the earth. Now, what would it mean to the unbelievers? Inheriting the earth would tell them that, well, one day, Christ would talk about that as well, one day He will return and He will rule on earth. And they will remember, oh, Christ spoke about Him ruling on earth. Then I will also be on earth with Him. All right? In the millennium, for example, during the millennium, well, this will be where I will live, not hell. All right, I will have the inheritance of living during the millennium on earth with Christ. Not in the lake of fire, after the new heaven and earth is formed. So after the new heaven and earth is formed, there's new heaven and there's also new earth. Then they will also be having an inheritance living on the new earth. So unless these unbelievers hearing the word of God, and if there be any among you, young ones, elderly, you still would not um, submit to the gospel message. Well, then you have to know you will not inherit the earth. Instead, you will inherit hell and eternity in the lake of fire. Now, unless they meekly submit to the fact that Jesus is God as He claimed. Meaning to, cite, meaning to say, as you remember, many of the Jews, whenever they hear that Christ, whenever they hear Christ claim to be God, they get very mad. They were not meek at all. They get very angry. Right? They would um, revile him, abuse Him, and crucify Him, nowhere close to meekness of submitting to the fact that He is God. And this is our Messiah, this is our Saviour. So unless the meek embrace and put themselves under the authority of God and His warning of judgment to come, instead of being proud and angry at that message, they will not inherit the earth. Same for any of us who would not submit to Christ as Lord and Saviour today. Now, then, of course, then to the believer, it would mean the opposite, right? because we have received the Word, and by the grace of God, He worked in our hearts and caused us to embrace the truth, put meekness in our heart. Now, then we will be part of the millennium. We will be part of the new heaven and the new earth. So that would be the future, correct? The future. But I think Most of us struggle with what is the blessedness of present time then for the believer on earth so the disciples the apostles will be hearing this this um, encouragement if you're meek blessed are the meek for they shall inherit the earth what is the encouragement for them as they live their lives on earth now that is the difficult one well now we get a clue all right christ was quoting from the Old Testament. I hope you realize that. Turn to Psalm 37. Psalm 37. Psalm 37 will give us the clue about what does it mean to inherit the earth. Psalm 37. Psalm 37. Now, verse 11, let me read Psalm 37, verse 11 to you. Psalm 37, verse 11. But the meek shall inherit the earth, and shall delight themselves in the abundance of peace. I read again. But the meek shall inherit the earth, and shall delight themselves in the abundance of peace. Here, Christ quote, quoted the first part. The meek shall inherit the earth. That is the blessedness. And there is an uh, expanding of Um, the meaning in Psalm 37, which is, these ones shall delight themselves in the abundance of peace. Meaning to say that when they live on earth, and we know that earth is a sin-filled place as believers. We know that as believers on earth, we will suffer persecutions, we will suffer um, revilings for men for our faith. And when we live by the word of God, well, people will mock at us. Now, all sorts of things, even for young ones in school. This is a place that for the believers would be a miserable place. So God would encourage the believer by saying, Now, if you meekly submit to my ways and live that life, this is what will happen. Meekly submitting to the Word of God, meekly submitting to the will of God, God says, You will delight yourself in the abundance of peace. Now, have you heard of the phrase? And it is not a phrase. uh, Young ones, don't use this phrase. It's a phrase that the world likes to use. Oh, this is hell on earth. This is hell on earth. They go to work and then they say, oh, this place is hell on earth. Some people's family are in such a terrible state. And they say, whenever I go home, it's like hell on earth. That is how the unbelievers think now hell is far worse than anything that we can experience on earth all right so young ones don't start to use these words when your friends say hell on earth hell on earth it's not a good phrase for the christian to use but what the unbelievers mean is yes my life is on earth but it's a miserable life life what i've inherited on earth my parents gave birth to me and this is what i inherit a life full of trouble a life full of um, um, fears, life full of um, suffering. This is what I inherit when I am born into this world, onto you know, this earth, planet earth. So that is what they mean. Now, but for the believer, God says if you imbibe a meek spirit, if you have a meek spirit, although it, you will live among... Um, live in a very difficult environment, experience difficulties in life, whether it's caused by others or your own health problems. Now, yet God says, the life on earth, there is something that I, I give to you as inheritance while you are on earth. We will have our eternal inheritance. But here Christ talks about inherit the earth, all right? There is a temporal earth now And then there is the millennium earth, which is the um, renovated earth. And then there is the eternal earth, the new heavens and the earth, new earth. But for the temporal earth, God also says there is an inheritance. I am leaving you here on earth for a reason, to bear a testimony from me, to serve me as my servants. And... When you go through that, I know it will be difficult. Just by the fact that this world is full of sin is already going to be very difficult for you. But don't think that I'm giving you this inheritance on earth when I leave you here as something that is very horrible. No, there is a wonderful inheritance while you live this temporal life on earth for me. There is one. There is one. And the condition to inherit that while you are on earth, this temporary inheritance. You know, sometimes people, parents, they give their children inheritance, right? Inheritance. Uh, They write their will and so on. But sometimes they may advance certain part of their wealth or their possessions to them, right? So actually, I want to give you this after I die. But tell you what, I will give it to, to you now. And there are some more to come. Right? So even for us today, in human, as we live among people, you, you see people get certain advanced inheritance. So for ours on Earth, there is already an inheritance, an inheritance. The condition is meekness, meekness. So just like the father say, "Well, I will advance certain inheritance to you, but there are conditions to enjoy this inheritance, and you must be like that, right? Likewise, Christ said, if you and I um, genuinely have this spirit of meekness, which is a fruit of the Spirit, we will get an inheritance now. And this inheritance is they shall delight themselves. It will be a delightful life on earth. God is not saying, I will will let you suffer and it's a miserable life. Just be a miserable witness for me and being an obedient child of God. You are just going to be really um, suffering on earth. No, Christ said there is an inheritance now that will be very delightful. It's a delightful Christian walk, a delightful Christian life if we are meek. And it's the delighting ourselves in abundance of Peace, the abundance of peace. Now, when God said this, and when the apostles and the um, followers heard this, what Christ is trying to encourage them is this: Now, life on earth um, is going to be well. Your delight or your your joy on earth is going to be dependent when you, as you live for me, as you serve me, on, on yourself, how you want it to be on earth. And I actually have something wonderful for you. It's there. Abundance of peace on earth is there for the meek. He said it in Psalm 37. He said it again in person to the hearers on earth. And we are reading it two times tonight from the Scriptures. That, that inheritance is there in your home, in your workplace, in church, in your life as a single. It is there. Would you want to have that? It's dependent on you. Hence, they say, blessed are the meek. It's up to you. And I say, how, how does this come? How does this come, this blessedness? Do you want to have this blessedness? Well, for singles, I'll start with singles for example. And this is the same for all, all right? Whether you're single, whether you're married, whether you're young, you're, you're old, now, you are a human being, all right? Now, as a human being, as a believer on earth, now, if you are a person that is full of rage, easily explodes, explosive, angry, retaliating, difficult to get along with, right? That's the opposite of meekness, right? Meekness is easy to get along with, a very mild demeanour, All right, When under, um, under um, reviling, under mistreatment, the person still remains um, calm, collected, and gentle. It doesn't seem to cause the person to be ruffled, All right like Christ and the persecution, like Moses, like the apostles. We studied all those examples. Now, if you're someone like that, well, God says, you will actually enjoy abundance of peace. Do you know that the, the rich people, the richest people and all that on earth, very often they make statements like that. I have so much. I possess so much. I have more than I can spend if I, even if I live my life 10 times, 100 times over. I have everything that my heart desires and more. But they say there's one thing that I don't have, that I long to have, that I'll give anything to have, that I'd rather be poor and have. And very often they say, peace. Peace in my heart. Peace in my home. I give anything to have that. The world is always trying to find peace. People go for meditation classes today. It's so popular. Why? They're all seeking to find peace, peace of mind, peace of heart. It's always that governments, nations, are trying to find all sorts of ways to have world peace. The world is always seeking for this one thing that God says for the believers. It is at your doorstep for you to inherit but would you choose would you choose to be meek that is the condition the only condition meekness now it makes sense of course god is all wise of course it makes sense now if you are a, a person that allows yourself to be easily angry all right that holds grudges all right, um, that wants to um, take revenge and always scheming what do you think it will be life what, what do you think life would be like for you? Miserable. Miserable. Well, I, I'm speaking as human beings, as, as Christians, as single Christians. You go home. Right? You go home. You're alone. Or even students who are studying here, you go home, you turn on the lights, and you're, you're on your own. And all that is in your heart is anger, frustration at someone as something that happened to you, whether within your control, not within your control, or whatever it is that has come your way during the day or during the week, and your heart is just full of um, unrest, anger, you try to shake it off, you go to bed, and you toss and turn in bed. Well, if it's someone who has offended you, you just keep thinking of, why did the person say that? How can the person say that? toss and turn, and toss and turn. And then next thing you know, you're thinking of how to, what to do to get back at the person, right? Instead of meekly, just say, Lord, you know, I accept these things. Well, the person said, "This it's not even true, it's so unfair. But like Moses, so meek. Everything that Moses' sister and Aaron said about him were, were not Moses' fault and not true in many sense. But he just meekly um, just just took it. Just took it. Now, if you are someone that is meek, when you reach home, when you turn on the lights, when you sit down to eat your meal, all these thoughts are not in your heart. You delight in the food that God, God provides for you. You delight in um, opening the Bible and reading and praying. You delight in taking FEBC course on your own. You, all these things. You don't sit there and while watching the FEBC course or listening to it, and all your, all your heart and mind goes to is anger, unforgiveness, right? So God says, this spirit is of meekness will help you to inherit what I intend for you on earth. As a single, as a Christian, living alone, there is no misery. There's no loneliness. There's always Christ with you. That is the life. Although, yes, being a Christian, you will receive sniggering remarks from friends, from relatives, even from other Christians for the way you want to obey God. You receive all that kind of things. Or even at the workplace, someone... Um, falsely accuses you so that they can get praise, all this kind of thing, they just slide off your back. because that is the life that you are to inherit on earth as you live for me. Now then, maybe for children in school, do you come back very angry? Daddy and mommy say, why are you so mad today? You should not be like that. My friend said this. My friend called me fat, right? My, or whatever it is. My friend insulted me, called me stupid, whatever. Right? They took this from me, well, if you're a meek child, you just say, well, whatever they say, it does not matter. What God thinks of me, that is what matters most. Right? They laugh at me for not attending this. They laugh at me for dressing a certain way. It doesn't matter. They laugh at me for, well, not doing as well as I can because I'd rather... Well, study God's Word at the same time, not being lazy though. Yeah, they, all these things that happen to you, well, when you go home, nothing. Right? You just enjoy your studies, coming to church, meeting the other children in church. Now, But if you are someone that is not meek, I cannot take this out of things. I'm not going sit, to sit and be quiet about this. Tomorrow when I go to school, this is what I'm going to do, right? Or the whole day at home, you just keep complaining and complaining and complaining to mommy, right? And when daddy comes home, all you do is, I can't wait for daddy to come. I want to tell daddy. Maybe daddy should go to school and beat up this boy. It's just full of rage, full of rage. The whole day is just wasted in anger, right? So God says, well, but the meek shall inherit the earth. God says, child, that is not how I want you to spend your afternoons after school, You come back, you pray, right? You do your homework, you draw close to me. They shall delight themselves in abundance of peace. Well, maybe some other examples of... Maybe at home, at home. You know, home is the place where there should be greatest... um, Joy, comfort, peace. That is what home is. God, now if God intended for you to be a single, God did not intend for you to inherit a life on earth that is miserable when you go home. If you hold grudges, you are, you are vengeful, well, then you won't have this peace. That is not the life that God intended for you. And then the home, if you are a married person, God intended for you to inherit something wonderful as well, like the singles. Inherit a place of refuge. Just like the singles go home, end of the day, I'm home with my Lord. I'm home with church people. I'm home with the Word. I'm home in a place of prayer. Likewise, you also have a place of refuge for the ones who are married. Home is where it should be a place like a bubble Right, where life is very difficult, you go home and you meet with people that you love to to be with, you long to see. Because you know that then you can cast away all these things, it does not matter. Right? That is what home is supposed to be. Now, it's a very sad thing, and I hope Christian husbands and wives, you learn from this. Do not do not be someone who is, who refuses to be meek with each other. Now, I remember of a home, right? A home. This husband was a very difficult man to get along with, all right? In Singapore when I was young. Very difficult man. The opposite, ev- all the opposite things of a meek person, <coughs> all right? So when he's home, everything that, anything that, the, the wife says, or the children says, he takes it as they are insulting him, right? He takes it with, um, with uh, always this suspicion and, and anger all the time. And anything that is done, um, that is not done the way he wants it to be done exactly, he blows up. Like I said, all the opposite of meekness. Now what happens is over time, Well, basically the moment he comes home, the whole family just goes to their room. No one wants to be in the hall. No one wants to be near him. At mealtime, if possible, people just take their food, go back to their room. Now, home is where God gives families a place of joy, comfort, pleasure. But when a person is not meek, this is what you can cause. But as the children grow up, well, when they're young, they don't have a choice but to tolerate it. As they grow up, one by one, just can't wait to leave the home. Right? Just can't wait to leave the home. The moment they can, they left the home. And as this man grew older and older, still won't change, right? Full of anger, get more angry now because he feels that the children are deserting him. Um, and came to a point where he had no money, nothing the children did not even care for him right very miserable life Um, you know usually his parents disown children the children basically disowned him what happened to the home that, that God intended for mankind a place of abundant delight and peace was not there it is available it is possible so, now husbands, are you such a person? Are you such a person at home? Not meek at all, right? Now, headship doesn't mean being obnoxious. Headship doesn't mean you can blow up any time. In fact, headship is, you're supposed to be an example of meekness. Not, well... Oh, sorry. Leading someone, taking responsibility, does not mean you are, you, you are not meek. We studied that, all right? Moses took responsibility. Moses took action. But yet God says Moses was the meekest of all men on earth. That was him in his heart. So even as you lead, even as you take action, you must search your heart and be careful. Now, if your wife is someone who... Whenever you're around, she, she basically feels miserable, um, afraid of you. Whenever talk, talking to you, she doesn't know when you're going to explode, how unreasonably you're going to behave. Well, then you throw away the, what God wants you to inherit on earth, especially as a Christian family. Especially as a Christian family. If your children don't like being around you, Right? Always, just very difficult person. Always, just won't want to get along. It's always, always um, enforcing your way and um, um, pleasing you, and that is all. No meekness at all. Well, you throw away everything that God intended for your home. Well, same for the wife. Sometimes it's the opposite, right? I always wonder. You know, it's some. It seems to be a trend D- during the younger days in marriage. Um, it's the husband that is very fierce, very difficult, right? And the wife is very, very afraid. And as it grow older, somehow it reverses. I see that very often. And the wife becomes the lioness at home, right? And the husband is very afraid of the wife. Or, well, maybe I'm generalizing, but whichever way. Both must be meek. God gave you marriage intending to have you um, experience an inheritance on earth that is very very wonderful well i'll talk about siblings now at home all right even if you're single you have siblings how is it like at home now in church we call each other brother so-and-so sister so-and-so why do you do that when you text brother so-and-so sister so-and-so why do you do that it's a term of endearment right we are brother and sisters in christ right not just you and me we are brothers and sisters a term of endearment, a term of acknowledging that there is this bond, correct that's why we say that. but you have real blood um, bloodline brothers and sisters at home now i 'm talking to teens and, and, and very and the young ones all right, maybe like uh, Yifei and uh, Steven well, they all quickly look down what is your what is your Relationship at home, and for the rest, all right, it can be teens, it can be uh, Jemima, JB, and Josiah. What is it like? What is it like at home? God says, Now, when I bring you into a family, I put you together as brothers and sisters, I'm giving you an inheritance, I'm giving you um, an abundance of peace at home. But today, Christian families do not exhibit that, right? Siblings are always fighting, quarrelling. Well, you learn it from whom, I don't know. I hope not daddy and mommy. But if daddy and mommy are sorry, you don't have to be like that. Maybe you learn it from your friends in school. So Christian siblings, all right? The young ones here listening, the teens or the, even the um, young adults. What is your relationship at home? Do you have the inheritance? No, the inheritance is there. Do you want that inheritance? Are you meek? Are you meek? Always fighting with your sibling. Young ones, if you're meek, your younger brother or older sister wants to borrow something, then you're meekly, yes, please. You, know, you care for one another. When you really think about this, if you have that meekness and realise that you know, there is your siblings because of your lack of meekness, have turned into, instead of an inheritance of abundant peace, have turned into like an enemy at home, that every time you go home, it's unhappiness and daddy, mommy always have to pull you apart. So young ones, don't just say all these messages for adults, meekness is also for you, God also wants you to have that. You should not be looking forward even for the young people, alright? Always looking forward to friends outside. Friends in church, well, that is good. Friends in church, godly Christian fellowship. But when you go home, you have to ask yourself, hang on, but God gave me a direct inheritance in my home. What kind of, why is it not um, an abundance of joy, comfort and peace? Brothers and sisters, Now, should be people that confide in one another. God gave you this kind of inheritance where it's the closest, sees you day in, day out, meets you day in, day out. It should be like that. Of course, for husband and wives, even more. You are one flesh. But it's always this problem that comes between us and this inheritance and it's called what? Pride, anger, vengefulness, jealousy, envy, selfishness. All the opposite thing of meekness. That is what happens. Throw it all away. Right? So God says, now on earth, yes, now, right now, you can have this inheritance. Very often people have no joy in serving God because the family is in a mess um, and, and so on. They have no joy in serving God. When you don't, when you are not meek, it will affect many things in your spiritual walk as well. Can you imagine a Christian family that is that everyone is meek towards one another, the kind of um, delight that you have, as the Lord said, delight yourself, that kind of family, husband and wives, you are supposed to be each other's um, um, bosom um, confidante, right? But if you have reached a stage where you can't talk to each other, ask yourself, is this the problem? I am not meek. And that is why it's like that in the home. That's why it's like that with my spouse. Now I come to the elderlies. The elderlies. God also have this inheritance for you. Whether it's your elderly and you're on your own, whether it's your elderly as a husband, elderly as a wife, elderly as a brother or sister to someone. Now as we grow old, one of the things that we realize is um, pride grows, right? You see, in the Bible, very it's a common problem. As David went, grew old, nothing mattered anymore, but his problem was pride, pride. Many other um, examples as well. Same for us. As we grow old, we somehow have this, this final frontier of sin that we need to overcome, pride. Money doesn't matter much anymore, right? Right? Um, food um, pleasures holidays doesn't really matter anymore but we want respect we want admiration for whatever reason we're all maybe we feel easily slighted uh, i'm old i'm useless so they they are ignoring me so we imagine all sorts of things look look they're looking down on me and uh, they think i'm useless and i am useless now i'm old so whatever reason it is we get easily offended And that is when, at that stage of life, we need to learn meekness. Meekness. It doesn't matter, well, if they think I'm useless, they think I'm whatever, but the reality is I am. Then why am I so upset about it? Right? Oh, but I brought them up. How can they treat me like that? But, well, the Lord has allowed it. Maybe it's for some sin in my younger days, like David, right? Oh, because of my sin. In my younger days, and I'm reaping the effects. Submit. Meekly, to the chastisement of God. Or maybe it is, well, this is how God wants me to to be as I'm, when I'm old. My final test in life before I meet Him. To learn meekness. Well, all this um, that you face and you face them meekly, you inherit an abundance of peace. Instead of, again, tossing and turning at night, right? And whenever you're with your friends, you're complaining and complaining about your children or about other, other siblings, full of anger, full of vengefulness, full of unhappiness. Why? Simply because we are not meek. We refuse to be meek. Now, I've known of someone, right? As this person grew old, um, felt very slighted, felt very um, 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 left alone. But it wasn't true, all right? The children tried their best to make this elderly person um, feel part of them. Um, but she demanded things, all right? Wanted things to be like that, like this. Uh, and it's very difficult. Now, this person cannot just make me say, now, I'm, I'm old now. Right, then I have to learn to live, to let live as well. Finally, so miserable, so angry, right, um, the person committed suicide, jumped off, jumped off a building, all because of this refusal to, to just accept life at that stage of life. Now Christian, can you imagine the kind of turmoil a person goes through? when you just refuse to, to be meek, to just accept what God has ordained, what God has allowed, and even if people are the ones that are truly unreasonable and they, are, they, are, they are truly wrong you, God says, you know what, Christian? You can still have the peace that passeth all understanding on earth and continue to live for me. That is the inheritance that I already forward for you on earth for you to have in your Christian life as you live for me. But you would not. You choose to be a miserable person because you choose to be angry, vengeful. You won't want to control your, your spirit. So, well, younger people, please learn to be meek now. Because if you don't, you'll be so used to just exploding, right, um, um, reviling, Right? mocking others with sharp words, you will get worse and worse. And you will only inherit misery. That's all. When God says, my intention is to, in, uh, to inherit a certain kind of life on earth, but you inherit misery. That is all. You know, I remember one period, well, this family has left our church. Husband and wife just always at each other claim to be Christians. Right, middle of the night, 1, 2 a.m., he calls, shouting at each other on the phone. You know, pastor this one, and they don't pastor this one. It's a, it's a Christian home. You're supposed to inherit that joy, that peace. But both pride, both pride, each other's pride, always at each other, always trying to prove each other better than another to the, before the children. And the children was in misery. What did they inherit? Instead of meekly Lovingly live with each other. They inherited a very miserable home. It was really terrible to see husband and wives constantly exchanging heated words, mocking one another, right? Taunting one another, always wanting to meet me. Pastor, I want to tell you about my husband. And then the husband, Pastor, I want to tell you about my wife. I say, You want to tell me anything? Please both come and meet me together. Then they don't want. Because they won't want to resolve things, too proud. resolve things now how does things reach such a stage whether for you as a single in the place of work whether it's you as a as a as a family as siblings how does things reach such a stage the refusal to be meek that is all so Christian I hope that you go back and revise what this meekness is because To inherit the abundance of peace and delight in it is God's inheritance for you and I on earth. And that is the most important thing. Otherwise, you can't serve God. You can't be useful to God. You're sinning all the time. All sorts of things are are in turmoil at home. You can't serve. Actually, I just thought of something. Do you know one of the prerequisites for an elder, whether it's pastor or ruling elder? Not a brawler. B-R-A-W-L-D-R. Not a brawler. Slow but slow to anger. Right? It is a requirement. If not, you will destroy the church you will destroy, and you can't rule your family. But inheritance that brings peace. The world longs for it. People who have everything in life, they just want peace at home, in their heart, in their minds. They don't know the secret. Then neither would they submit to God. But you and I, you and I know the secret. So this very, very soon, God says, have meekness, otherwise it will destroy your life on earth. That is not the inheritance that I intended for you as a single Christian, as a, as a young person Christian, as a family, as a Christian. That is not what I intended for you on earth. Let us turn to God in prayer. Our Father in heaven, O oh Lord, this one thing that is so crucial for us to live on earth, that we may be able to pray, study your word, and have joy in our hearts instead of misery and distraction, in our service, in our living for you. But Lord, we need meekness. The one thing that comes between us and in that inheritance is meekness. So help us, O oh God, to truly understand this characteristic and, when we, and if we don't have it, Lord, may we pray, may we study this topic, may we be disciplined to exercise it in our lives. And each time we want to retaliate, revile, mock, take revenge. Each time, Lord, these thoughts of anger that keeps going on and on in our hearts towards friends, relatives, co-workers, Oh, Lord, teach us then to meekly submit to these things and not brush them aside and turn to You. Oh, Father, be merciful to hear our prayers and be in our midst Lord thy church have so many things that we need to do that what we can't do without your help for your kingdom many of our brethren lord are going through difficulties struggles backslidings questions decisions that they have in life lord be merciful to to hear An answer that we may have a strong church to do your work and strong Christians in this church to do your work. So hear our prayers. Teach the young ones to pray sincerely. Teach them to be prayer warriors, Lord, for the future generation. Lord, be with us, we ask in Jesus' name. Amen.